Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host and the producer of Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition, a podcast series on technology companies in Ukraine and their efforts to go global. Today is Friday, January 26, 2018, and I'm pleased to say I have as a guest this morning Alexei Voronkov, who is country manager for Ukraine for the Estonian e-residency program. Good morning, Alexei. How are you? Uh, good morning, Michael. I'm good. How are you? Thanks so much for joining us today. So I'm very curious about Estonia's e-residency program and how it's affecting Ukrainian tech entrepreneurs. But before we get into a discussion of that, I'd like to get a little bit of background about yourself. How did you end up becoming a country manager for this program for Ukraine? Uh, that's a good question. It actually happened accidentally. Uh, my, my background comes from the information technology in industry, and I used to work in a couple of uh, international corporations as an IT manager. Uh, also, I did some uh, startup uh, in Ukraine, which was doing the debt collection. So we were collecting debts from Ukrainians. And also I was involved in the several projects with my uh, good friend Oleg Gutzel, who is the Ukrainian-born Canadian, and he is the founder of 500 Pixels company. And last year he happened to become a head of global growth at Estonian residency program. And he called me and asked if I could join the team to run the Ukrainian market because it, it is the biggest market for the program at the moment. Thank you. And, and so tell me a little bit about the program and how it works. And what are the specific benefits to Ukrainian tech entrepreneurs? Uh, okay. Uh, just to explain what, what this program is about, I will uh, tell a little bit about the Estonian history because it's important to, to, to know that, to understand the like, motivation of the program. So the, Estonia is a small country uh, in, in the Baltics with uh, more than one million of population populations and uh, with no like, natural resources and with some Soviet legacy as Ukraine. And in the 90s, uh, Estonian government decided that they have to develop their information technology infrastructure. And since that, they did a very good job and uh, automated like everything uh, in the country. And uh, now in Estonia, you don't need to go somewhere uh, with the papers to get some uh, requests or something, everything is done online. Uh, every person in, in the country has its own digital ID. Uh, people in Estonia, they can vote uh, through the internet, uh, uh, like uh, not like in the US where you come to some uh, like voting location and there is a machine and you interact with this machine. In Estonia, you can do this just with your phone. And you can vote like as much as possible, uh, as much as you want during the voting day, and the last vote will be count. And this is very amazing. Uh, in Estonia, uh, you when you go to the doctor, you just show your ID and 
uh, doctor gets access to all your medical history, which is very helpful. Uh, and lots of other things which uh, work very well. And at some point, Estonians decided, okay, we're so small nation and we have developed so good services for ourselves. Why not to like offer these services to the rest of the world? And since that, uh, the Estonian residency program started. And the idea of the program is to uh, offer everybody uh, worldwide the Estonian digital ID, which gives access to the like Estonian government services and the main uh, the main uh, purpose for this uh, digital idea at the moment is to have an opportunity to incorporate your company Estonia uh, online remotely without the need to go to Estonia uh, and run your business uh, remotely with the Estonian company and having access to European Union market and worldwide market, which is very important for the developing markets like Ukraine at the moment. Uh, so this is the, the, this is uh, how the program started, and uh, like this is the main uh, issue that the program addresses at the moment. So it sounds like the program has nothing to do with residency in Estonia or passports or travel and that sort of thing, correct? Uh, right, this is correct. The program uh, doesn't allow you to travel to Estonia or other European companies with the residency card. So it doesn't give you residencies in Estonia. It doesn't give you a tax residency in Estonia. It's just the like uh, digital ID equal to the like European Union passport that was issued by European country. And with this ID, you can uh, like do uh, legal transactions online using the Estonian uh, legal framework, uh, like incorporating in Estonia, signing documents, contracts, paid taxes, dividends, and everything else, which is related to running a legal entity remotely. So when did Ukrainians first start using this program? And was it as a result of an active promotion to Ukrainians or through some other means? Um, the, 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 pro, the program was started three years ago and uh, the first Ukrainians started to get their cards uh, since the beginning of the program. Uh, in the beginning, there was not much uh, promotion of the program and I believe that Ukrainians are very curious people who always look for better solutions. Uh, to their problem problems, and that's how people discovered the program at the beginning. And I understand that Ukrainians are among the best users of the program right now. Yeah, at, at the moment, uh, Ukrainians are standing at the fastest rate uh, compared to other countries, and Ukraine has uh, the biggest amount of uh, incorporated companies in Estonia by Ukrainian e-residents. And also, I noticed that uh, the program has something called the e-residency dashboard online, which shows statistics on use. Right, right. Uh, yes, uh, we have a dashboard online, which is publicly available, where we show all the statistics, uh, like uh, how many uh, applicants we have at the moment by country, how many companies were incorporated uh, by country 
uh, signing rates weekly and everything else. And is it primarily uh, Ukrainian tech entrepreneurs who are becoming part of the program, or is it other kinds of Ukrainian businesses? Um, the the major, majority of the users is the tech entrepreneurs, uh, mainly the uh, software developers who have clients worldwide, and it's uh, kind of complicated to invoice your clients from the Ukrainian legal entity at the moment due to current regulations in the country, and Estonian company is a very good solution to, to do that. But also we have some, uh, I would say, classical businesses uh, applying to get the card and incorporate in Estonia, people who do export-import operations, people who sell their products in European market, and, uh, but uh, mainly it's uh, for tech people at the moment. And I understand one of the compelling reasons for becoming part of this program is for the use of online payment systems, which are often not readily available in Ukraine. How does that work? Uh, uh, yes, uh, at, at the moment in Ukraine, we uh, don't have access to services like PayPal, uh, to their online marketplace like Apple Store or Google Play. Uh, I mean, uh, if you have a Ukrainian legal entity, you can't have a contract with these services uh, at the moment, unfortunately. And the Estonian company is a very good solution if you need PayPal or sell your application on the App Store or any other service like eBay, Amazon. And are Ukrainians able to set up a bank account in Estonia to connect with these pay services? Uh, yes. Uh, once you have incorporated in Estonia, the second major step is to get a bank account. Uh, at the moment, uh, there are two options. The, the first one is uh, getting the bank account in the classical Estonian bank, uh, which requires the uh, presence in Estonia. So if you want to apply for Swedbank or LHV, for example, you need to come to Estonia to be verified by the bank. Uh, we have recently changed one of the Estonian banking laws, which now allows bank to do the KYC process, no customer procedures via Skype, for example. But it's not yet implemented, and we believe that in the nearest future it will be possible to do online without the need to come to Estonia. And the second option is the fintech providers. Uh, for example, Finnish uh, startup Holvia, uh, which provides uh, uh, business accounts for the companies that registered by e-residents or transfers, transfer-wise, for example. So this is two banking options that are available for the residents at the moment. I just wanted to circle back for a moment to the online statistics on the e-residency dashboard. How often are they updated? Uh, usually they are updated once a week. Uh, but uh, as I see the stats at the moment, they haven't been updated for three weeks, uh, mainly because of the holidays in Estonia. Uh, but usually we update this once a week, so it's pretty fresh information here. Are there any new features planned for the program in the coming year? Uh, 
Yes, uh, what, what we're looking to do is, uh, as, as you know, uh, last year and this year, the model of uh, getting uh, funded is switching to the model of uh, ICO, initial coin offer, which is a very popular scheme to get funded nowadays. And uh, here at residency, we think how we can make Estonia and residency is a like, perfect uh, base ground to do your ICO, uh, where we can uh, protect uh, investors uh, and uh, ICO companies uh, and provide some clear regulations how this should be done. Uh, so this is what we're currently thinking of. And also, uh, we are exploring the idea of uh, launching the uh, Estcoin. It will be a utility token, uh, which will give certain benefits for the residency community. So this, this is like two main ideas that we're working at the moment. And are there any other countries offering a program like this? And do you consider, and if so, do you consider them to be competition for Estonian e-residency? Uh, at, at, at the moment, we don't see any competition. I, I uh, know that Kraosha, they are thinking about uh, issuing uh, digital IDs uh, and provide these services to uh, outside of the country as well. Uh, also, uh, there were some news from Azerbaijan that they're going to launch a similar program, but, uh, but it's not done yet. Uh, but uh, my personal uh, belief is that uh, in some future, uh, the countries worldwide uh, will compete globally, providing their like, services. Uh, and we also use the term uh, country as a service. And uh, I, I think at, at some point people will use, for example, Estonia for incorporation, for uh, insurance and some other company, a country for some other government services. So uh, I believe that there is a future for country services will, will, will happen soon. And Alexei, if someone wants to get more information about the Estonian e-residency program, where do they go online? Uh, Okay. Uh, the, the, the best uh, way to get information is to visit our website, which is eresident.gov.e, where you can find all the information needed to apply, all the information needed to incorporate your company in Estonia, and all the information needed to run your company in Estonia. Great. Well, thank you so much. We've, we've run out of time, unfortunately, but I want to thank Alexei Voronkov, who is the country manager for Ukraine for the Estonian e-residency program. It's been a great interview today and uh, very informative. Um, thank you very much, Michael. It was nice to speak to you. And this is Mike Burek for Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition. And until next time, that's all for now.